What should I not learn this week? What are you talking about? No, probably not, but I'm sure you're going to tell me. If we're the best you've got, you're in trouble. So this is as good as we're going to get, is what you're saying? Uh, presently, I mean, if this turns into a thing that has any interest and keeps going and there's a reason to. <laughs> <laughs> like, I do, yeah. <laughs> <Just> I highly doubt. <laughs> yeah, because fucking no one's, no one's going to listen to this. It's a fucking podcast. No one listens to podcasts. Yeah, no, no one listens to podcasts. It's, yeah, I've it's, never listened to one. Yeah, I know. <laughs> closest thing, so I was thinking about this the other day, the closest thing I've ever come to listening to a podcast uh, was I watched uh, Midnight Gospel on Netflix the other day. What the fuck is Midnight Gospel? So it's... it's, it's <laughs> imagine Adventure Time, Ren and Stimpy, Felix the Cat, and Peyote. All mixed together. It's it's like it's a really crazy TV show. I've watched the entire series and none of it made any sense to me, but I thoroughly enjoyed it from from start to finish. Like, and I think that's probably the first podcast that I've listened to. It was most certainly not. I think what do you classify as a standard podcast? But oh, but that's that's the thing. There's no kind of. The standard podcast. It's kind of like the audio version of YouTube. It's just like kind of this free deal where you can just upload whatever bullshit you like onto the internet and for free, and anybody can listen or not listen to it. Any any sort of capacity. Once regular people figured out that they could use the internet, man, do you remember like back in the like the late late 90s, early noughties, when, like, it was the amount of exploding GIFs you could have on your website that that made you cool. And, like, people just had websites about the dumbest shit. Like, any, any person could have a website back then because it was just so available. And so people made websites about just shit. Yeah, it was more the fact that it existed was the cool thing. Like, holy shit, look what we can do! Yeah, and it was like a, it was like a badge. Oh, I've got my own website. Oh, fucking mad! That's that's fucking crazy. <laughs> this dude's got his own fucking website. So yeah, I fucking hand typed it in fucking Notepad out of HTML. Fucking, you know, it was crazy. It's not like there's these magical web design apps that there are now, where you just chuck a bunch of photos of cats in a fucking folder and ping, all of a sudden you've got cap.com. It was, you, you genuinely had to make an effort to <laughs> to make it happen, but it was hilarious how much effort had to be put in to the just create such <laughs> shit. <laughs> Look, that, that's not ill-fitting of what we're doing right now, <laughs> really. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> at least, at least the effort level's a lot lower. Oh yeah, so yeah, well, it's well, well for me anyway. It, it's, it's well me spec, like <laughs> minimum effort for return. Speaking about, like, if you've never listened to a podcast, I'll find the name of it because I can't remember the name of the bloke. But it was a Rogan podcast, and he was talking to the dude who is kind of the godfather of podcasting, and he was he worked for MTV. Mm. It was his deal, but he um 
it was early days, like in those days of like, holy shit, we can send audio like this and create the platform and shit. I'll look it up for you. But mm. um, I'm not going to listen to it because I don't listen to podcasts. But, but if you were going to listen to a podcast, mm. that would be one that, that you'd be into because there was a lot of talk that I didn't understand about internets. <laughs> <laughs> We all know I'm the bogan, I'm the bogan nerd. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm just the bogan, <laughs> which is which is probably not a bad segue into like I don't even know what we're going to fucking call this thing, because <laughs> that and that shit's been running around my head for like literally years. Because mm. I know we've fine. discussed it several times, and yeah, the answer I've, I've, has always been that shit. Yeah, I've yeah. tried to haggle you into this for some number of years. Yes. I've spent the vast majority of my life trying to remain as anonymous as possible on the internet. Well, but that's the thing. There's there's no... The level of anonymity is still there. This, this can exist as aliases, <laughs> whatever you like. <laughs> and what gets spoken about or not spoken about can fucking be edited out. Like when I was initially like, oh, what do we do? Like, because... You do what I do with everything and go to YouTube and like, hey, how do you start a podcast? <laughs> of course. And um, the picture I have in my head of kind of, if this is a long a thing that we do for a while, of what that looks like. And it's the only thing that's kind of specific about it is the non-specific. Because it's kind yeah. of like, for me, it's not... Well, I'm not going to lie to you. There's only two things I've ever been faithful to in my, my, my whole life, and that's... Uh classic minis and my wife and that's <laughs> realistically everything else is mate any more than five minutes and I'm fucking bored of it or as soon as I've worked it out or looked at it and understand how it operates I'm not very fucking interested in it so I look at it and think like there's nothing that fucking special about me like I'm just some fucking mug and but I know a lot of people like you for instance who are into something or some things that are Maybe not super oddball or not mainstream or whatever, but it's a topic that they know about that is generally interesting to a number of people. If only, like, yeah, they might not be into the fucking valve spring ratings on a fucking mini, but to know the backstory about that or of fucking race cars. And we've got mates who, you know, musicians and photographers and guys who fucking build knives and all sorts of random shit. Like, like... Cause, and that's kind of my deal is that I'm into I've got too many fucking hobbies I'm not, I'm not a master of anything I've got all these fucking hobbies all these interests and shit grabs my attention and then I go oh that like there's probably like a selfish angle on this of it where it's like there could be some support like if you could get it to the stage where you're like hey we've got this thing and then you can like rope people in and you get to hang out with cool people <laughs> and talk about cool shit he's <laughs> just looking for an excuse to drink is all you're doing right well, well there's that too <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with that I don't think you need much of an excuse but no I do understand where you're coming from there's a very varied um, range of people I suppose that we hang out with um and don't hang out with, but we're just associated with and know. I mean, we've always come from... I, I suppose that's kind of a small town thing, even though it wasn't a small town by generic standards, I suppose. But Yeah, in, in the way it works, is very small town. It was a very small town. And, uh, you know, you didn't really have an option of being 
too specific, you know, in your friends and your friendship because it, it wasn't like what what you did to find your friend group. It was more what people did and how they were as people defined your friendship group, I yeah. think, when, when we were growing up. And so although you and I were into similar things growing up, we didn't hang out either no. in saying that. I mean, well, was, we didn't even know it, each other. It was a big but. enough town that... <laughs> That separate high schools were different, like yeah, it was several high schools. So and like they were their own little sort of groups. And I mean, really, I like I didn't get to know any of you guys until I started playing in a band with Tom, and that was like the Ashes Nashes link. Yeah, and then like most of my mates now from those days that I still hang out with are Nashes crew. Yeah, so different high school. It's because North Albany for life, mate. <laughs> yeah, come on, you yeah. didn't have sweet blazers though. <laughs> Did I tell you uh, the other weekend? Um, so I was trying to chase down a set of inch and a quarter SU carburetors for oh, yeah. yep. my dad's yep. Austin Healy. Very specific tangent. Anyway, um, I've, I've, I found this set of twin carburetors that were down in Fremantle, and this was in the midst of the COVID fucking separation bullshit. And uh, so I drove. Obviously, I kept my social distancing and drove down to Fremantle to have a look at these carburetors. Yeah, you and, um, interact with some random people. Yeah, just from social that, distance. And that's it, you know, because that's how things spread. Um, I thought that was the most effective way was to yep. yeah try herd and create immunity. some herd immunity and whatnot. <laughs> anyway, so uh, we get down there with old mate, and um, I'm chatting to him, and you know, we're talking. Austin Healy's. We're talking, you know, just. just, just uh, Quite large variation of old shit British cars. Um, we both have the same disease in that respect. And uh, as we were out the front talking, keeping our two metres distance and looking at the carburetors that were on the letterbox, and um, his uh, his wife was there. And as he's, uh, so he was he was quite a bit older, as, as most people are that I deal with in vintage car parts. <laughs> and uh, as his, as his wife walked past, uh, I thought oh, she looks kind of familiar, but. You know, no, nothing I could ever place. And then, um, as 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 me and I think his name is Chris, um, uh, we we started talking a bit more. And and anyway, eventually his wife came out to obviously see why selling a pair of carburetors was taking forty five minutes in a <laughs> pandemic. And uh, so she's come out and she's looked. And she's like, oh. You look very familiar, and I'm like, oh, oh you look familiar too, but I, you know, I just no idea where from. And he, as we got discussing, you know, talking here and there and everywhere, happened to mention coming from Albany. And I said, oh, he um, mentioned that uh, something about Mount Barker, and he said, oh yeah, you know, we were in Mount Barker. That's uh, it's just north of Albany. I said, well, I'm from Albany, mate. I'm well aware of where Mount Barker is. I've driven through it. I've, I've, I've driven through it and I've had to, <laughs> pick, not, I've not, had to pick up some <laughs> unsavoury characters. Yeah, from, I'm at Gaza. Uh, from, uh, yeah, from Mount Barker. And uh, anyway, I said, oh, I see you're from Albany. And I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes, oh, you're North Albany or Albany? <laughs> Which side of the tracks? Yeah, and I'm like, oh, yeah, it's actually a North Albany boy. And he goes, oh. He goes, well, that'd be where my wife knows you from. She was the uh, school nurse there from, you know, yeah, the, yeah. during the period when I was at high school. And I'm like, oh, 
Yeah, okay. And then uh, when she came back out a bit later, he said, oh, you know, he's a he's a North Albany boy, you know. He was he was in high school when you were the school nurse. And she's like, oh, of course you look familiar. I recognise you when you come in with that incurable erection. <laughs> I'm, at, I'm at least 40 kilos heavier. I've got about... There is no way I would have thought that this woman would recognise me, but apparently, a, I guess you just, yeah. Lay a bunch of fat on it and a bunch of hair on it, and yeah, a shit still a shit. Like you roll it in glitter, mate. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so being that we got a broad group of mates with a broad group of interests, and even things like, like take lemons for example, like on the face of it, for yeah. us a bunch of mates that are in a fucking racing cars, but then. I mean, if this is a thing where you go, all right, we'll go down and we'll make a podcast with the Lemons guys. There's Lemons and what it is as a broader deal and then worldwide and then the support they're generating for prostate cancer research. and But, like, there's in that that one thing from having a bunch of mates who are building a shitbox race car to, like, this whole other... Yeah, the whole broader mm. avenue, so... Well, I think, the, the, yeah, as you say, with, with lemons especially, and I think, I don't think it's specific to any event. I think it's more, as I say, the, the the bringing up that we had, where we didn't have specific groups of people that we hang out with. You hang out with people that you actually enjoy hanging out with. It it, it was a thing. So, but lemons, for example, uh, one of my very good friends now I met through Lemons and but from that you know he, he was oh, from Dal Wallenu you know was, um, they, they were all Dally boys out there and um, you know the same sort of country attitude you know now I'd, I'd, I wouldn't go a week without yeah. speaking to him you know and, and, and we you know buying cars together, flipping cars together, doing whatever we can, just having fun playing cars together because... Yeah, and that's, that's kind of where I get to when I start thinking about, oh, what are we going to call this thing and blah, blah, because it's kind of like a vague picture in my head of what it looks like. But it sort of gets to me to being like... Like about shit blokes do. Like all that shit that any anybody that we know and or could have access to or be in touch with or whatever, that is outside of work like it's that whatever the fuck it is yeah. you do when you're not trading your time for money you know like it's yeah. so you know when it, 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 we went from this thing like trying to pick a name where you're like oh what's it about so you know when fucking someone searches in YouTube looking for a you know a podcast about cars or about fucking fishing or about whatever mm. rather like because, I mean, it doesn't greatly concern me whether there's a fucking audience or not. Like, cl- cl- no one's listening to this. But, <laughs> no but listening to this. <laughs> like, I think there's potential there. But that's, like, it's not, like, if your goal is to be a fucking Joe Rogan, you're going to have a very different fucking set of priorities yeah. to what I do and what we do and more broadly. But you look yeah. at Joe Rogan, for example. Joe Rogan started his podcast because he was Joe Rogan. Everyone knew who the fuck Joe Rogan was. Well, yeah, and, that was and that's the thing. It kind of became its own thing in that it wasn't 
It wasn't about Joe Rogan, and it wasn't about any particular topic. It was just really broad, and not. And I think it's probably one of those things where everybody who starts a YouTube channel thinks they're going to be the next Brody Moss, YBS, full time on a boat, kicking ass, and like yep. good. Yeah, Cletus like McFarlane just full time YouTube and buying you just race video you doing the awesome shit that you love to do, and then it pays for you to do more of it. Like, mm. fucking full credit to them. Fucking have at it if you can. But like, like any fucking business, like none get that far. So like, there's no illusions of that. But no. then, see, so like, well, you can't name it on the topic because there's kind of no topic. No. But then you're like, well, what are you? Do you know it about us? <laughs> like two yeah. bearded fuckwits? Like, yeah. there's probably already one called that. Yeah. But then, like, so there's been heaps, and I sent you a few. Can can you can you swear in podcasts? Oh, you can do whatever the fuck you like in a podcast. Yeah, well, you just probably well, call it what one. it is. That's the other one that really fucks me off, right? Like, lately, and it happened to be in a couple of podcasts that I heard it, and they were two completely different. Like, one um, what's called One Off The Wood, which is... Drastically undescribed. They're fucking great. One of the guys actually lives in Perth. Good dudes. Um, it had the the only reason I found it was because it had uh, Harry from Fight or Fork on it. Mm. Popped up. I listened to that. He he mentioned it, and then a completely different was a hunting podcast, another Australian yeah. one. But these guys both mentioned about when they'd been mentioned by other people, like, oh, you should try and professionalise this a bit. What you're doing through Facebook and Instagram and social outlets you you know you need to become more brand friendly and this sort of stuff because funnily enough Fight of Fork his Instagram account initially was a hilarious joke page about his 80 serious Land Cruiser where he spoke about it like it was a stepchild he hated and it was great it was great but the guy obviously that wasn't brand sensitive but then it's like well if this thing where like everybody's an influencer and everybody's doing all this shit like no, you're kowtowing to someone so they'll market with you. Like, if you're legitim- oh, yeah. legitimately an influencer, your influence is what matters to a brand. So, despite the fact that you might say fuck occasionally, that should, like, that's, if they're selling a fucking product, <laughs> like, yeah, I, yeah. That, that really shits me. But it turns out that 90% of the people who are buying that product like to say fuck too. Yeah, everybody like, likes to say fuck. <laughs> There's times you can't say fuck. Not many. <laughs> but, yeah, that really shits me off. And, and that sidetracked me from talking. But anyway, so, cause I, so I got a few little titles scratched down mm. thinking about this. And they... I'm just going to tell you that they're all shit. I'm just going just gonna to let you Well, they started out. off with words like OTOs. OTOs. Yeah, no, it popped up as shit. Ineptocrat. Ineptocrat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, but then that's when I started to get along. I had a crab nip me once. I've never nipped a crab. Well, it more, it, that's more talking about like people who subscribe to the ineptitude of a political party. Right. <laughs> so well, we we both know that I was political as that fence post. Over yeah, there, so. I mean, fuck. Because <laughs> <laughs> so, then it started with stuff like blokes like us. Be gay. Yeah. You can't say that either, apparently. Yeah. The one yeah, I really probably. like is the whole... I'd be worried. Like, if I if I was on Google and I typed in <laughs> blokes like us... You're going to get a I, picture of a black guy with a massive coat? Mate, look, look, I'm just thinking if I'm the kind of guy who's typing that in, I'm not looking for a podcast about two dickheads talking 
shit. Shit, yeah. <laughs> I'm probably looking for hookups with blokes like me. <laughs> There's apps for that. There is apps for that, but sometimes you've got to outsource that, and sometimes you just got to, you know, you're looking down different avenues. I don't judge, all right. I'm just like I just sex is sex. I don't care how it's done or who does it, but that's. I'm just thinking if you type that into Google, you're not getting a podcast. Well, yeah, and this is this is you, you get in the back end of Craigslist personals. Yeah. Like this is modern problems require modern solutions. Yes, thanks, Dave Chappelle. Yeah, yeah. mugs game. Yeah, I tend to call everyone a mug. Yeah, and I also thought that that could spawn some pretty sweet hashtag mug life shirts. Mug life. I I, could, I would probably rock a mug yeah, life rock beanie. A mug life. I don't think I'd buy a mug life shirt. Even though. if it had an emoji with a, like sunglasses and smoking cigarette. No, be, if it was a mug life emoji, I imagine it being like that typical emoji of the beer mug, but with the deal with its sunglasses on it See. and the thug life durry. Yeah. Like, yeah, done. Maybe that. Maybe that. Mug life. <laughs> and, uh, on why would you, why, why not cut out the middleman and just call it mug life? Yeah, well, yeah, we'd do that. That's what I mean. There's no, we don't have a, well, I don't, we don't even have a fucking title for this. No, I don't thing. have to do shit. You know, you, I've got to sit no, here No, I'll put a thing in your hand and you talk into it. On the tins? <sighs> yeah. Because there would be doubtlessly, I mean, I'm on fucking mid-strength stubbies tonight, mm. but when this would be being recorded without tins. Mm. Just for curiosity, or just, just for random fact, my gamer tag on PlayStation is on the sport. Oh, yeah, but I can't run that just, because I'm no. I'm I'm bringing exactly because that's my gamer tag. I am bring I'm the Justin Timberlake of Emu, and I'm bringing back Emu Bitter strong. Look, I'm happy to bring back the Emu Bitter. I'm not going to lie; I prefer it over the sport, but I just cannot justify an extra four dollars a block. What? It, yeah, nah. It's same price everywhere I've been. Nah, I, nah. I, I, I agree. Agree. And I wouldn't pay extra just on, on principle. Not that I don't think it's yeah. worth it, because I do, but, yeah, I wouldn't cave to that no, fucking if, you, if you've got machine. a $50 block of sports sitting there and a $54 block of bitter, like, trust me, I grew up on bitter. Everyone did. And like, everyone claims it gives them headaches. You, like, universally. The only reason people claim it gives them headaches is because back in the day, we didn't know how to drink. You just <laughs> drank them all, and, is... and then you wake up with a fucking headache. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh, fucking Amy Bitter gives me a headache. Oh, have you tried drinking such a... No, I only drink Amy Bitter. What about Bitter, water? And I only have you drink tried them some water the after the Amy Bitter? It's just... It, it, yeah. yeah. It's, so I quite like On the Tins. I quite like that. On the Tins is all right. I'll let it slide the, for now. But I do feel like we might be... My beard's getting stuck in this fucking microphone condom thing. <laughs> yeah, that'll, that'll happen. You get that on the big jobs. Fuck, I only trimmed it today. Yeah. No, we might have to change some of them fancy mics so they're... A I, I appreciate you. you commenting on my haircut and my beard today, by the by the way, too, Rhett. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice yeah. hair, thanks, yeah. thanks, cunt. Yeah, righto. Appreciate it, you know. Anyway. I like it when you notice the changes with me. Well, see, it's 50 50. Because at the moment, I'm like, I'm running no clip COVID. I'm like, until yeah. this shit's over, it's just an excuse because I'm fucking late. Well, so, so that's what we were doing, except the agreement was in the office no haircuts, 
no shaving until we went back to the office. I've been back at the office for a week. I've been ingesting my fucking moustache for the last fucking two weeks. It's been brutal. Um, The hair off my head has been growing down and into my ears. Like, so when you wake up, you wake up in the middle of the night and it feels like someone is like trying to shove a gum leaf in your ear. It's fucked. It's so fucked. And I wake up and I'm like, what the fuck? Who's doing that? Because it's not outside of the realm of possibility for that to happen within our group of friends. No. For my wife to do it, I'd be like, uh, maybe. She can be a bit of a dick sometimes, but I don't think she's got the gusto to go outside and get a gum leaf. Yeah, so Yeah, she's not committing to that. Yeah, so so I'm not waking up in full fear, but it's still, it's just, so yeah, I had to get a bloody haircut today. And so I went in to my barber today, right? So... I'm very, very specific about my barbers. I've only had, I've been getting my hair cut since I've had hair, obviously, pushing my late 30s now, but I can quite honestly say without a word of a lie, I've only had three barbers across my whole life, to the point that when I originally moved from Albany to Perth, for the first year that I lived in Perth, I would drive back down to Albany just to get my hair cut, because I just could not fathom the concept of someone else cutting my hair. Eventually, that became cost prohibitive. Um, you're driving you're talking to two, 800 kilometres. <laughs> driving 800 kilometres for a $20 haircut just so you could get the lollipop was a bit fucking silly. Uh, so I found another place up here in, in a loo who, who used to do my hair for years. And since moving now... Uh, into the area I'm in at the moment, uh, Joe is my new barber, and I Joe has been cutting my hair since I've moved here. It's only three years, four years, something like that. So I went in to get my hair cut by Joe this morning. Saturday mornings is full barbershop spec. There is no bookings. You walk in, you sit in a row with a bunch of other people, you read... Uh, sailboat mags from 30 years ago that are no longer even remotely relevant. Um, yeah, as, as much as fucking sales should be irrelevant. Yeah, and then you have hilarious conversations with the range of people there from 16 to 80. You know, it's, it's just a good group of people to have a hilarious conversation with. So I go in there this morning, 9 o'clock, because it's gentleman's hours at, uh, at Joe's. Um, he doesn't open before 9 uh, this gentleman did hours on Saturday. Nine o'clock's the first haircut. So we roll in there at nine. There's already three people in there. I'm like, well, come on, mate. That's a bit rude. Pop my head in. Joe, what's go? He's like, mate, sorry, COVID's. Uh, Got to make bookings now. This just completely defeats the point of having your haircut. It's the only reason, I'm, apart from the gum leaf and the ear issue, is the only reason I have a haircut is to enjoy some time with some random people, talk some shit on a Saturday morning. It's always a hilarious story. And we are uh, getting to the age now where the hair sprouting from random places it gets to be a bit ungainly, a bit un- needs some tameage. So I have an issue at the moment with my eyebrows. Yeah, what the... F- I want to know, right, why... You go through the first, like, 30-odd you know, years of your life. Eyebrows mm. are fucking sweet. And then one day, they're just like, no, nope, 
We've been doing yeah. eyebrows wrong for the last three fucking decades. Let's yeah. sprout out some fucking fencing wire shit that makes you look like a fucking owl. It's brutal, isn't what it? The, it's like, where does that come from? Why did my beard go to my eyebrows? I'm not. I'm not cool with this. And while I'm not vain, that pisses me off. Like to the point that I'm tweezers in the fucking mirror every morning, picking out those big squirrely bastards <laughs> out of my fucking eyebrows. Will not deal with it. Cannot deal with it. Not happy with it. What? In any way, shape, or form, because it's it's one of those. I think it's one of those stages where there's like you'll fight it for long enough to you get to the stage where you think you're old enough that that's okay now. Mm. Like you would deal with everything. <laughs> so I could I can put it down to a specific point in time, which was when I was 31 years old, and while going to my second barber at Inaloo, and sitting down there as a 31 year old, thinking that I was still a 20 year old as most 31-year-olds do, Um, you know, life has kind of kicked you in the dick a bit, but you're you're still young. You're not not 40. (laughs) Fucking hell, that'd be fucking stupid. You know, you're still 31. I remember sitting down at the barber's there, getting my hair cut. Now, I have had the same haircut from the age of six until currently at, what am I now, 37. Um... The same haircut. It has... Okay. All right. So there's two changes. Prior to six years old, it was the same haircut, except it entailed a rat's tail. Sick. And then, obviously, there was the uh, mid-90s undercut, grow-your-hair-long phase. Yeah, that Um, was fucked, eh? That was stupid. It I Literally, I grew it as long as I could, and it just gave me a Karen bob. (laughs) And as a as a mid-teen with man titties, uh, it was, literally was impossible to tell the difference between me and a prepubescent woman. It was, <laughs> well, it was and now, very unpleasant. Ironically, haircut sported most by prepubescent women. Or, and oh. pubescent women. And yeah. whether you give it, they must pick up the look when you see them. And they think they're being all edgy and like, hey, he's judging me for my haircut. No, mm. love, we were there fucking 20 years ago. Yeah. I was there when that shit was going down. Yeah. We know I had that haircut, except I was wearing pants that were seven times larger than yours. And you couldn't walk in puddles because they'd fucking drain water up to your knees. It was fucking stupid. I did it. Trust me. Ask me how I know. Yeah, and mum was always at you about wearing the back out of you and your massive pants. Yeah, yeah fuck yeah. Yeah, we were there. Fucking insane. Anyway, so 31 years old, go into the barbershop, sit down for my haircut. It's a, to, the same haircut to the point that the barber, the, the, they had like an electronic system, you know, with a reward system and all the rest of it. And on mine, they had a picture of my haircut, right, of me after a fresh haircut as I was happy with it, well, not that, as that I was. Sense. Exactly, it, it does, doesn't sense. it? Like, we have the and, technology. And this wasn't like, you know, when you when you get a bad haircut. Every time. And the barber always goes, is that all right? And you go, yeah, yeah. yeah like, what do they expect you to say? No, it's fucked. Yeah. You're just going to have to shave yeah. it. Now. Can you put a bit extra on the sides? No, you can't fucking do that. Yeah, all right. I'm good with it as it is now, but it's fucked. Thanks, cunt. You fucking cooked um, it. <laughs> so I, I'm very wary of that. So, of course, moving from my first barber to my second barber, I had them take a photo, put it on my fucking account so that I had... Photo reps. When I went in, they're like, "Oh, this is Keelan. This is his photo. This is his haircut." 
number two up the sides, short on top. It's not a hard order. Like, you can say it anyway. It's not difficult. It's, it's not like, oh, yeah, I need a, you know, a side part and a freaking <laughs> curl my mullet. And, you know, there's none of that. It's just number two up the sides and up the back, short on top. How would you like the top done? Oh, I don't know. Surprise me. Like, anyway, we're in there. Get my hair cut. The, 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 my barber, he doesn't need my photo anymore. He's been there for long enough. And I've been bloody getting my hair there done for long enough. And we're, we're just about done. He's given me a bit of a beard trim and he's gone, would you like me to do your eyebrows? And I sat there and I thought, fuck me. I've just read an FHM. <laughs> because, it, yeah, you know, this is, this is I'm just explaining my age now. I'm just read, I've just finished reading an FHM fuck, while waiting that? for my haircut. You got a bit nostalgic, didn't you? Right, and I've had me haircut. <laughs> Would you like me to do your eyebrows? And I said, "Are you fucking coming on to me? Like, what are you talking about?" He's like, "Your eyebrows are a bit scruffy," and I'm like, "No, they're not." And at that point, they weren't. I had none of this weird fucking fencing wire bullshit going on. I had uh, they, uh, my eyebrows. No were beautiful animals were coming Mate, to seek your I, sage advice. I could have modelled eyebrows. They were gorgeous. They were just as just this beautiful auburn fur across the pure white driven snow of my skin. And I thought, there's there's nothing wrong with my eyes. I'll just give him a tickle. And he gave him a tickle. And ever since then, fuck me. It's like basil brush hanging off the fucking front of my head. It's shocking. It's just terrible. It's basic fucking gardening, isn't it? Fucking prune it and it'll bush up. Yeah, it's bloody. Kills me. Kills me. I need to inquire about the ethnicity of your barber. Which one, my current oh, one? My current one will do, yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know, he's probably got a little bit of Italian in him, but... I've had an ongoing thing for several years with hairdressers, because like you, when I left my small country town, I refused to pay someone to cut my hair, so I used to, whenever I was home I'd get mum to cut it. Because <laughs> as much as my mum's not a hairdresser, she could just get the shit done, and I didn't have to pay fucking $30 for it when I was a uni student living on fuck yeah. Makes sense. But then, whenever I, you know, got a job, <laughs> started, I, c- I could pay for a haircut. They were fucking rubbish. But yeah. I would go to those, you know, just cuts and shit. You know, you walk in, there's fucking 80 hairdressers in there and they just send you to one. And you'd go to you go to one. And then occasionally, you get a bird and she'd do a fucking mint job. Oh, see, there, there's your first bloody issue. Yeah, see, next time you go back, regardless, bird dude otherwise, you'd fucking never get the same one again invariably you would get the one who did a shit job. So, I've, you know, in recent years, tried to get away from that fucking shit show and gone to, near me, there are a couple of barbers. Now, mm-hmm. these blokes, good good at cutting some hair. They can cut the fuck out of some hair. But, one barber, the blokes in there, they're all Middle Eastern fellas. Good blokes, cut good hair. Bloody also. Other one, I'm not sure. European, but I'm not sure. What they have in common is they get a bit, how's it going with a beard trim? Mm. So I'm, I'm a bit like, I'm not just cut it because my hair's a bit fucked anyway. It doesn't matter what you do with it. In a week, when it starts growing out, it's gonna, I'm just going to look shit. So whatever, just make me look like I'm not homeless. And they do that, oh, you want us to do the beard? Yeah, just, just tidy it up. Which is like, you know, straggly bits, whatever, right? But these two blokes have gone out with a cutthroat, which is fine, on the neck. 
But then they've started doing this shit like up the side of your cheek, but it's like they just can't fucking help themselves and they keep going. Oh, they've got to get the the sideburn. Yeah, but they're going down. the actual head hair and they're like trimming all that shit back. Oh, yeah. And yeah, I'm yeah. like, mate. Square cut. So I, I, I'm on board with you. Like, you've got a picture of what my beard should look like. But what you're failing to take into account here is I spend a fair amount of time outside. So once you remove that little 10 mil strip of hair around the edge of my face. It's getting burnt. Well, and it is blazingly white in the meantime. And it stands out like nuts on a dog. So I'm just wondering whether it's because these blokes, like, they, they have some manicured bits. Like, there's no fucking stubble out of place. These blokes put some fucking effort into their appearance, which is fine. But I've no, I have noticed the individuals. Because the Middle Eastern fellas, they're either all beard, like just belly button length, or... Uncle Cameron style. Uncle Cameron style. Or they're very, very close. But they have the thickness in the stubble to do that. They can get away with that shit, right? But old mate Euro down the road, he's not quite so thick, so he runs a bit more length. But they do this same shit, so I'm just like, is this a you, you, like European continental thing? Or is it... Are, are, are they, are they teaching this I in honestly, trade school? It makes no I sense to me. I honestly think it's, it's a barber thing, right? So it's a Joe, my main barber. So there's obviously other barbers at the barber shop, and if I can't get Joe, I get Ray. Ray is much younger. Ray would be, I guess, what you would call classical Anglo-Saxon. Um, Joe would be uh, Italian, I suppose. Uh, Ray, when he trims my beard, he sees my beard and he goes, oh, it's really long. And so just hoofs Cliffers over it. When he does that, of course, I've got a fairly thin beard, I suppose. When he does that... It just makes me look like I'm 15 again, right? There's just patchy bits everywhere because it doesn't grow that well. I use length to cover sparsity. Yeah, I use length right? to cover chins. Yeah. Whereas Joe, someone who you would think would be used to dealing with a thicker beard and, and a thicker uh, hair strand or beard strand, but Joe knows and he looks at my beard and he goes, oh, guys covering up a fucking treasure of sins would better not uncover them and so while he gives me a beard trim my beard is always still th- th- looks and appears thicker and fuller although it's still at the same length that Ray will cut it to but yeah so I think it's just down to skill and art really like, yeah so yeah I need to find a better barber come see Joe yeah, yeah. Joe's a man. I'd say it's a fucking long way, but, you know, I drive up here to drink oh, a tin, so. Yeah. <laughs> you got to come up. got to come up for the uh, the bullshit and the banter. Like, I can't remember what today was. It was a big carry-on today. Um, oh, that's right. There's a bloke. Sits there next to us. And uh, anyway, it was, oh, God, I can't remember her name. There's a girl, there's a girl barber there anyway. Um, Gemma, I think is her name. And uh, anyway, so she's cutting a bloke's hair and he's like, oh, yeah, I I like it uh, really, really short up the sides. He goes, but just be careful because on the the left-hand side of my head, I've got some really big moles. So when you go up with the clippers, try not to clip them the moles. 
And of course, Joe's cutting my hair. Joe's looked at me, and I've fucking looked at him in the mirror. Obviously, you know, everyone can see what's going to happen. And and uh, Joe's leant down. He's gone. Yeah, got to be a bit careful of the moles. You know, make sure you don't piss the moles off. Good life advice. And I'm sitting there, and I'm and I'm and I'm chuckling, and I'm looking at Joe, and going, "Mate, I woke up next to one this morning." And so we're joking about this, but old mate, dead serious, like. And then, to be fair, when she trimmed his hair, these were not regular moles. I would go to the doctor over them, to be honest. Like they were bit bit rowdy, bit rowdy. Um, a legion, I suppose, was probably where I would go, or um. You need, you need a dermatologist, not a fucking hairdresser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, I, I suppose it's probably one of those things. Like, it's probably in a spot that gets regularly aggravated by haircuts and whatnot, and all the rest. Well, and if of he it. if he prefers it short, yeah, the yeah. mole's copping a heart. So go look, hey, maybe if you stop getting fucking hammered by clippers every second week, your moles might fucking calm down a bit. Or you decided not to go into like medical. Advice, like, look, I'm one of those guys. I'm quite happy. In fact, I'm probably more happy to go to the barber and not say a fucking word. Sit yeah, that, down. That's the other thing about get a haircut and walk out. Like that. That's that's my dream haircut. Like for me, if anyone's touching my head and hair, I'm happy. Like that's. I may as well be a fucking black Labrador. You give me head nuggets, <laughs> I'm good. This is a way of paying for it without seeming weird, getting a haircut, because I'm certainly not getting it at home, so I've got to find it elsewhere. <laughs> but I will entertain conversation, but only in so much that I'm certainly not going to spread and create conversation. I am only going to continue conversation to keep the man with a pair of scissors and a fucking razor blade at my throat happy. Yeah, that's the thing, in it? Like, you would think that being professionals, as in it is their profession, it is what they do all day, every day, that apparent need that all people who cut hair seem to have with needing to have a conversation with you. Like I would taxi have thought, drivers. Like, like, it's not, like, you do this all, all, all day. Is, is it awkward for you to, for there to be a, just a bit of fucking shush? Or, or, are they, or do they think people are nervous in the hairdresser, in the barber, so they're trying to make you feel comfortable. Well, so like, should there be just a, like a quick when they're booking you in or whatever, or when they do the, hey, what do you want done? And I'm like, just cut it. The next question should be like, hey, do you want to have a chat? And be like, no, no, I don't. Look, to be honest, ninety nine percent of human beings are too socially inept to actually say no. I don't want to have a conversation. Or, or is it that? That the other ninety percent of human beings that aren't us are happy to talk to other people. <laughs> I, look, mate, I I know more than enough people who are happy to fucking talk for no reason whatsoever, other than to hear their own voice. Uh, I am literally surrounded by them at home and professionally. It's <laughs> it's a it is a thing which upsets me greatly as a man who purely purely loves his own company and I'm more than happy to just sit quietly and not say a word which sounds ridiculous now that you're making me talk on a freaking microphone for bloody whatever 
and, and, and expect other people to listen to me when the last thing I want to do is listen to other people. Like, it's it's... It's ironically violent what you're putting me through. <laughs> well, yeah, it's taken several years to just bully you into this. To the point where like, hey, I bought some gear, I'm coming around and sticking my phone It's literally face. not been a quick thing, no. <laughs> uh, but, but, yeah, I mean... If you, were, if you were literally, like... If I literally said to you, when I was cutting your hair, hey, mate, do you want to have a chat? You're going to go, oh, here, right. Like, I'm not. <laughs> I'm I know not, I'm not, and but... I appreciate... You having the courtesy to ask, rather to employ, yeah. because either way, like whether you ask and I go, oh, okay, or you just do it, it's like, yeah, no, it's not, it's not consent. Do you think those buggers? All <laughs> right, because because let's be honest, even when you're waiting in line, so on the longest line at a barber, you'll be there in line for say half an hour, and then half an hour to get your hair cut. So you're there, you're in the shop for an hour. Right, and within that hour period, there's ten people in there, but those ten people, only six of them remain constant for that hour. Right? There's there's two there that aren't that are there in the start that aren't there at the end. There's two there that aren't there at the start that are at the end. Right? So you've got a a constantly rolling conversation between everyone. So, I mean, I, that's why I don't mind Joe so much because he involves everyone in the shop in the conversation. He's not just talking to you. He's talking to his crowd, basically. He's talking to everyone he, that's so there. He, and, Joe and is he, basically every, like, Jewish barber in a movie in New York. <laughs> Never had a Jewish barber, I can't say. Well, maybe I have, but um, it was a very specific topic of conversation that pops up regularly throughout the haircuts and you know look hey people want to talk about things people want to talk about things but for me it's i'm i'm there to have my haircut but now as someone who hated having their haircut and having someone speak to them throughout that haircut i now find myself going to joe's a little bit later on a saturday morning because when I get a little bit there, when I get there a little bit later, I'm a bit further back in the line, and there's a bit more banter that I get to experience because now it's not just it's not just one on one banter. It's there's a whole group of people, and you can watch a whole different group of people get upset and offended and feel awkward about conversations that they don't want to be involved in. But you've got no option. You're there to get your hair cut. There's a bloke with a bloody razor on your throat. You can't. Go, hey mate, find that a bit offensive. Uh, you know, it's just, <laughs> it's just good. Like, and you see people like cause I don't get offended by anything, but you see people who who are sitting there, and then there'll be a bit of jive between the barbers, and you'll sort of you'll see blokes sitting there in the chair just going, oh, you can't, you know, and he's that. like, what do you reckon? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whatever you said, <laughs> yeah, and and meanwhile you're there reading a friggin' the latest boating mag about Greg Norman's greatest boat that he just built, which was fucking thirty, forty years ago. Is Greg Norman still alive? I don't even know. Fuck, when kidding. was the last time you actually heard about Greg, Greg Norman? Oh, Jesus. the great white shark. God, it'd be twenty years. It'd have to be happy twenty years, and he was he was getting an, he was getting some legs on then. He was. It was at the end of his popularity then, I think. But yeah, um, there, there was wasn't there some pretty severe 
womanizing and such going on that was not helping his popularity at all. It didn't fucking hurt Tiger Woods that played the same sport. Yeah. Well, actually, I think I think Tiger Woods was just a shade better than Greg Norman at golf. Probably. <laughs> I don't know. I could just... You know, the only thing I can think of worse than having a barber talk to me is watching fucking golf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'd still prefer to watch golf than fucking tennis. Yeah. But being that we've now spent the last, you know, 30... 40 minutes getting to the intimate details of Keelan's eczema and eyebrow hair and mm. whatnot. I thought it might be a a good way to kind of frame whatever this might be to like being that the the idea was to kind of have it have yarns about shit we're into. Mm. Like if you had to bullet point it for people, what are you into? What am I into? Shitty classic British cars. <laughs> Number one. Uh, number two. Are we are we are we talking recently or are we talking lifelong? Oh, just, like just generally recently. Just, yeah. Uh, so currently, I would say lawn. I'm very into my lawn at the moment, um, which is surprising looking at my lawn because it's trashed. Uh, but lawn lawn's a journey. Lawn is a journey. It's uh, it's like puppies. They're not just for Christmas. Um, you've got to you've got to put a bit of effort into them. You have a lot of focus on them at Christmas. Yeah, you, there is a lot of focus on puppies at Christmas, but there is a lot of focus on your lawn at Christmas. But uh, judgy fucking in-laws coming around looking. Oh, up. that's it, mate. Like I was, just, mate. It's like I was. You know how women whinge about being compared to these women in. Woman's Day and Playboy and all of this sort of stuff. I, I bloody hate being judged by better homes and gardens on the quality of my fucking lawn. Mate, these people, they they don't have jobs. Their job is to make their lawn look sick. And that's that's what they do all day. They're not they don't have another full time paying job. Whereas me, I've got to go to work and I get to spend maybe fifteen minutes a day on my lawn. That's that's not enough. <laughs> my, my lawn requires a lot more than fifteen minutes a day. It's in a bad shape. But this is and this is the other thing, and it's one of the reasons I hate lawn. It's one of the reasons I love lawn. Is that if you had more than fifteen minutes a day to spend on it, it wouldn't fucking matter because there's only X amount you can do per day because you've got to wait for the fucking thing to grow. <laughs> It's not like you can just go, oh, yeah, it's not It's not like, you know, you're building a race car, right? And you're like, hey, shit, I've got all these parts. I can weld all these together and put all this stuff together. And there's the, there's, there's no point where you have to stop, right? You can you can start Other the job. Other the thing being done. Uh, exactly. So, you know, you, you start the job. And if you have everything there, you can go in, you can build the engine, you can build the suspension, you put the transmission, you, you, can, you can build the whole car in one whole session if you were well set up enough to do that. Yeah, and you had the, had the time. But lawn, you got to wait. Oh, shit. Is it going to be sunny this week? Is it going to be bloody wet this week? You know? Like, the funny one was uh, Christmas Christmas party last year. Anyway, uh, around at Kimbo's place. And um, it's a couple of young fellas there. Um, Kimbo works with a bunch of young fellas. And... Um, 
was got chatting to him and they were having this hilarious conversation or they they thought it was hilarious conversation between themselves about their dads and how Adam was saying how he'd go and he was out the back chatting to his dad out the back and he'd be talking to him. They'd be having a good conversation. His dad would just start, as he was looking at him, he would just start glancing across across <laughs> the lawn. Eye. You know? He'd be looking across the lawn. And as he was, st- he'd still continue the conversation, still keep speaking with Adam, but his dad would walk off and he'd pick a weed out the lawn, you know, and throw it on the papers. And then, you know, they get talking about stuff. He's like, oh. I think it was maybe Chris he was talking to. And Chris was like, yeah. Yeah, my dad's exactly the same. He's he's there and he's like, oh, yeah, you know, just watch it. At four o'clock in the afternoon, you can see my lawn bluing, you know. And he's like, bluing? Like, the lawn's green. Grass is green. You can't, It doesn't go blue. He's like, no, no, you see it. You watch it. You watch it go blue like this. And they used to ripping the piss out of their dads about how much time they spend on the lawn. And I'm just sitting there thinking, I can see my fucking lawn go blue. I am too old for this conversation. <laughs> Did you say, what are your eyebrows like, you two? I no, bet their eyebrows are bloody brilliant. There's clearly a generational gap between us here. I'm starting to think the two things are linked. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Lorne. Lorne. Uh, what else is going on in my life at the moment? Not a great deal, really. Fatties? Fatties are pretty good. Look, not going to lie. Smoking meat, it's not a major part of my life, but it's a very fun part of my life, I think. Um, a lot of people take it a lot more seriously than I do. I've I've never really been serious about it, but um, I suppose it's something I'm known for to a certain extent. But I'm amongst our group of mates, certainly. Just kind of a thing, I suppose. Um, <laughs> look, you just got to appreciate my waistline to know how I appreciate smoke mates, I suppose, is, is really the thing. The day I got a smoker was the day I gained 20 kilos. Um, it, it, that's how it happens. Yeah. That's how it happens. It's good for you, though. It's good for you. It's good for the It's soul. the good fat, you know. It's not <laughs> yeah, the, that, yeah, yeah, it's all... It's not the bad fat. Yeah, no, the, it's not chips. <laughs> um... No, I'm a pretty uh, pretty boring guy in that respect. It's, it's actually, one other thing I've been getting into recently is um, simulator racing. <laughs> Harking back to your nerd roots. Nerd roots. So it, it combines two things that I, I quite enjoy, which is being a nerd and racing cars. And the joy of simulator racing is that... Doesn't cost you anything when you crash it. <laughs> well, it doesn't cost you when you crash it. I mean, I tell you what, I've built race cars for less than I built that computer and that race simulator, just quietly between you, me, and the fence post. But the it's fun because you could just sort of go, oh, you know what? Fuck it. I might just go chuck seven laps of the Nurburg ring. Like I've never even fucking been to Germany or wherever the fuck that place is. I don't even know. You know, I've never been there. Um, the last time I went and raced the full GT 7.77 kilometre circuit of the Bend in Adelaide was last year. And that would have cost me in excess, including vehicle prep, 
and transportation and flights and fuel and tyres and accommodation and food and piss and all the rest. Would have cost me well in excess of $3,000 to go and race that for a weekend. But now I can just go into my lounge room and rip a few laps out, which is pretty good. This is a lot cheaper too. And there's no breathos. <laughs> Hot plus for anything that doesn't involve a breathos. Yeah, yeah. If you ain't got breathos, I'm in. Like, <laughs> so we'll add tins to the list. Tins, shit, tins are pretty shit. shit. Deals us into. Yeah, thousand litre port. That's what I'm in. Thousand litre port. <laughs> How good? How good? Speaking of which, might have to have some soon. Yeah, or. Yeah, no, I might have to keep because I got to drive on. <laughs> I'm gonna go get a beer. You get a beer, and while you're doing that, I'll talk shit about me. Yeah, tell me, tell me about you. <laughs> you're supposed to lean back in the chair and cross your legs as you do that. So for me, if we're gonna if we're gonna bullet point the shit that I'm into, I'm a bit boganish, bit of a fan of fishing, bit of a fan of camping, a lot of a fan of four-wheel drives, particularly. The greatest vehicle ever built, which is the Nissan Patrol. Another that kills an eye share, which is, you know, typically very socially unpopular, is uh, hunting and shooting that neither of us probably really do enough of to identify with that group of people, but that's in the mix. Done a bit of diving in my time. Um, I also have a bit of a penchant for deciding that I don't need tradesmen and professional help to do stuff I can do it myself which invariably results in stuff that I could pay someone to do in a day taking me any number of days weeks and months as demonstrated by the 10 year renovation of my fucking house not not to get into the very ins and outs of everything <laughs> I'll get some mics where you don't have to do that do you reckon that work? <laughs> yeah that's good <laughs> <laughs> that this is a general, like, where this might go for general, yeah, you because know, if you're the one person that's not our mum that's listening to this. My um, mum wouldn't listen to this. Not yeah, a mom, fucking chance. My mum wouldn't listen to this. Well, she might at the moment because she's presently unemployed and fucking flat out making doilies. So. What kind of doilies? Oh, fuck, mate. Any type of doily you want. Yeah? Yeah, she's mad for doilies. i got some really expensive Royal Albert China in there that probably needs a doily or two. Oh, fuck, I'll get Deb to hook you up with some, with some doilies, mate. She's mad for a doily. Yeah, and right. uh, apparently, most recently, uh, I don't know what they are, but it's a Japanese-style apron. Don't know what, what yeah. that deal's about, but, you know, that's what old ducks get into, I'm sure. We're approaching the time of our lives where we will appreciate things like that shortly. comes with... Long eyebrow hair. I just prefer wearing old shirts when I bake rather than aprons. I just prefer to wear whatever I'm wearing. Yeah, I suppose it helps because all I ever wear is old shirts. Yeah, well, yeah, that's how my shirts turn into old shirts is they get stained by some shit when I'm cooking. Yeah, you're like, oh, you know what? That's fucked now. Now it's fucked now. I'm just yeah. going to buy a new one. It goes goes from a going out shirt to a staying in shirt real fucking quick. Yeah, this is punting around the backyard, like fixing mm. a car or whatever, mowing the lawn. Yeah. Um, one one session of changing brakes on a car. Oh, I've got brake fluid on it. That's fucked. I don't I don't mind a lawn. lawn. Lawn's a bit of a love-hate for me. I like my lawn to look good, but I hate working on lawn, being that I grew up on a fucking turf farm. So I've had my fill of fucking lawn but 
that also leads a very easy avenue for my old man to give me an immense amount of shit whenever he comes to my house because apparently my lawn should be to a higher standard. But to sort of continue with the the vein, I suppose, of where this the idea was kind of like, hey, this is an introduction to what we might be looking at. <laughs> this is probably the best introduction of what you're looking at because it ain't shit. It's no. just two dickheads talking crap. Two dickheads talking shit with no title. No. So, I don't know. And I mean, it's it's not going up anytime soon because my laptop's infested with 9,000 types of Pornhub virus, so it's useless presently. Too much root and hurry. <laughs> Too much root and hurry. Yeah, it exists, huh? <laughs> I know it exists. It's bloody brilliant. It's the greatest thing ever. Yeah, just FYI, that's, that's going to lead to some very intense lines of questioning when your wife looks over your shoulder while you while you're searching to see if that exists. <laughs> no, and she's not going to believe that you were just looking to see if it exists. <laughs> just quietly. Yeah, ask ask me how I know. Oh, Donut Media's got a new video up. Um yeah, that could probably cuz I had I had like a an idea that be like, "Oh yeah, we'll, we'll talk shit for a bit about a general deal." And then that'll be like one episode and then we just like move into another one but that'll probably do for one because if there is anyone i don't know how you're going to edit this but if there is anyone who is still listening to this shit that's not there's no one listen to me right now you need help (laughs) no and that that probably is the single indication that there will be people listening because there's plenty of people with fuck all else to do there's plenty of people like me who like skirch through whatever's because they spend a lot of time sitting in a box on their own and need something playing in their ear holes while they do it. Look, I don't know how these podcast things work, but I imagine, because I don't do it, if you are doing it, that you're not as smart as me or as good looking as me. So there's there's probably things not going right for you. And if you're taking any advice from this, let it be that this is not smart. <laughs> I don't, I don't, and it's it, probably bleedingly obvious at presently why it's taken three years to get to get kills to talk into a microphone. <laughs> Do you know? Many, probably not, but I'm many, sure you're going to tell me. Many, many, many years ago. <laughs> many years ago. Um, I was actually a radio host. I am aware of this. Yeah. Pirate radio. Well, there was a bit of pirate radio, but I was actually on uh, community radio. Yeah, so... Back in the day. Back in the day, yeah. I, uh, we used to run a, uh, a small radio show on a Monday evening because um, that's when all the pensioners were asleep uh, so we could play <laughs> music that was not what the pensioners want to listen to. Apparently it still offended a bunch of people. But <laughs> <laughs> that, that's pretty well the story of our lives, though. Yeah, yeah it was... Uh, yeah, but uh, not my first public speaking appearance but um well how public it is is well remain to be seen it's probably about as public as it is right now yeah two fuckwits in a backyard (laughs) (laughs) and so i mean aside from the fact that needs to be some hardware acquisition to be able to actually make that happen needs a title (laughs) and you know maybe some idea of how that works to go on yeah you're on your own there yeah no i'll I'll work that shit out yeah it'll be fine so I, I have I have all of the technical ability to do it, none of the motivation. Oh, and that's fine. That's fine. 
You, if you're you, an accessory if, to the fact. If you want to make me public, you have to do it by yourself. I oh, know. I'm <laughs> firmly aware of that. Firmly aware of that. I don't even know how you do that. If you can't name a podcast, how do you sign a podcast off? How do you fit? Do you like, uh, right, that's it. See ya? Well, <laughs> you just, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. the other thing you've got to have. You've got to have some... Oh, you've got to have a cool sign. Yeah, you see have you around the next campfire. Yeah. yeah. How good was it? Yeah, how good was it? <laughs> Best campsite in Australia. Yeah. Just coming <laughs> out here without a plan. You know, yeah. so I, I watched um, a four-wheel drive action video last night on the YouTubes. And, um, you know, back in the day when we were into... Well, when I was into four-wheel drives and you were still into four-wheel drives, um, it was... They, they were a thing. You know, you used to get the DVD with the magazine and... And and it was very bad soundtrack, you know. And you'd you'd watch it, and it was fucking great. And you'd sit there, and we'd always I remember you'd you get all the boys around, yeah, and chuck it on the TV, and you smash a bunch of tins and and watch these dudes. And I watched one last night. I did, I don't know, Cape York or something like that, of course. And um, it was one bloke, like it was, it was fairly basic. It was um, old matey Cahill and. The other Sean bloke, Lyle. Sean, and and there was some random reporter who rocked up with his $1,000 Hilux, which was a 1982 busted-out diesel Hilux, which he'd bought for $1,000, and then had clearly spent... $8,000 on suspension and... Yeah, 1500 bucks on <laughs> tyres. Um, the suspension was fairly stock, but you could tell it was new suspension. You know, it had a two-inch lift in it. You know, I'm sure it didn't come with a two-inch lift if he bought it for a thousand dollars. Maybe it did. But anyway, that was the whole thing. It was like the gimmick behind the video. And I remember sitting there and watching it and getting to the end. I watched it intently, the whole video. I got got really into it. I was watching it. I was watching it. And then I got to the end of it. I thought, Fuck, that was boring. <laughs> like those guys did fuck all. Or like the, the, it was, there was just nothing. You know, I was like, oh, okay, they drove through a few mud holes. Yeah, granted, they were pretty severe mud holes, but just dudes driving through mud holes. And then, oh, then they had the big cook up. We cooked a fucking apple crumble in a camp oven. I mean, fuck. Well, and the, how boring is it? I mean, as, as, yeah, it's just apple crumble. It, yeah. But it wasn't even apple crumble. He couldn't buy enough apples because of COVID, so it was apple and peach crumble. I'm like, don't play off that that's like some new fucking recipe, dickhead. That's <laughs> just you being snapped out by hoarders that you could only buy one tin of apples because Coles have a fucking restriction on it now of how many tins of fruit you can buy. Don't pretend that this is something magic. Oh, got some well, fucking... we, were, we were reminiscing on the weekend about four-wheel drive action. When it used to be four-wheel drive monthly, mm. fucking 15 years ago, how everybody, like, yeah, it's great, and you'd get the fucking magazine when it came out, and like you say, all the boys would come around, and you'd fucking whack the DVD on because we were that fucking cool. <laughs> And then within, like, 12 months, everybody's like, oh, yeah, nah. Because there's only so many times you can recycle articles about how all you need is a two-inch lift and 33s and mm. recycle the same camp cooking fucking recipes and whatnot. But 
Those the guys- advantage to the cooking recipes was always how drunk Ruthie was, though. Yeah, and they've lost Ruthie. Yeah. Ruthie's, Ruthie's no longer a part of that. He's his own deal. And John Ruth, fucking legend, will not bag Ruthie. No. That was 90% of the reason why we watched those yeah, it's DVDs. fucking great. Like, just put jam in it and it'll be good. Yeah. John Ruth, that's how you do it. Yeah. But if you don't have jam, sweeten condensed milk. But four-wheel drive action was, like, number one trending, like, four-wheel drive, off-road, overlanding channel on YouTube. Yeah. I was, just, I was, just this week. Yeah. So, after fucking 20 years of, like, guaranteed... Under the banner of four-wheel drive, monthly four-wheel drive action, a Cape York trip has been done every year of those 20 years. Damn near guarantee it. If only once a year. Yeah, and there's that still true. And you think nobody's going to listen to this. (laughs) Just quietly, if you're still listening to this, you're fucked. Yeah, you you do maybe have some standards issues, but our wives have been told that repeatedly over the years. So, on that note, we'll shut it down. Yeah. Yeah.